Joe. What's good, Joe? Not much, man. Living life. Feeling blessed. How about you? I see you got mad books. You got new books? I got like six books. You are right. We talked about that book. I, I finished that book. Yep. Um, what are these two books? What hey. What's this? What, what you got like the Think. old Torah? Think no, it's just a notepad. Oh, okay. It just it just looks. <laughs> it just looks <laughs> like you just came from Mount Sinai. <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> Think big, act small. Good to great. You know, I got some podcasts and books and things like that because I want to be whatever I'm doing. I want to make sure. I get the information because you know, back in back in the day, day they kept information from black people by putting it in books. They said, or maybe they didn't keep it from us by putting it in books. We just didn't know how to read. These are super affirmative titles too. You are a writer. Yeah, big act small. Subscribe. Good to great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to the newsletter. I'm a writer. Well, what are we talking about today, man? Bro, let's talk about mental toughness, bro. Okay. Let's talk about mental health in general. Okay. We kind of uh, previewed it. Oh, last yeah. Last episode. We're not liars. We said we were going to talk about this. Yeah. Um, you alluded to saying when you express how you feel, mm. that does not serve you at all. Oh, yeah. Help me. Um. So, we, uh, so, yeah. So for me, it's like, I think there's two parts to like engagement in any type of relationship. Yeah. Uh, The listener and the talker. I'm more of the listening side. I think I could deal with people's problems a little bit better Mm -hmm. and not like it doesn't weigh on me. Like some people be like, oh, that person's just so negative. They always like like you being negative or you being positive doesn't really change how I am. If I have a bad day, you come in with some great news, I'm going to be happy for you in that moment. <laughs> but your day's still bad. But my day's still bad. <laughs> or if, you know, you being negative and I'm being happy, I'm going to be sad with you in that moment. But when I, you know, move on, I'm going to still, like, it's not going to be weight on my soul. Um, So I'm more of a listener. The thing I don't like to do is talk about my issues, which, uh, you know, for a lot of people, that's like beneficial for me. It's like, especially in like relationships, when people like, yo, tell me, like, why you never tell me your struggles, or tell me what you're going through, or I'm like, yo, it is more of like me doing this for them mm. than me doing it for me. Which I mean, it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Um, I think when you talk about relationships, all types of relationships. Mm-hmm. I think there's this, I don't know, some people just want to have these unnatural, deep conversations and things like that to where, imagine me just coming to you one day, Chen, and be like, yo, Chen, tell me about your fears. You know, you go look at me like, for what? Mm. (laughs) No. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Besides you naturally coming to me and sharing what's on your soul or heart or whatever i feel your way but differently i don't like talking about my feelings or what i'm going through with people who cannot help me Hmm. i have no problem sharing my feelings 
but only with people who can offer me a lifeline. Now, where I may have a blind side to that is, is there any value of just getting it off your chest? I think there's a need. I think, I think for, even for me, like if I ever get to a point, I, I do want somebody that I could just like vent to. Now, when you say vent to, because like you said, you have the talker mm-hmm. and you have the listener. Mm-hmm. If you're venting, you're the talker. Mm-hmm. Do you already have a person in mind of who you are to vent to once you feel that way? Mm-mm. So, whoa. So, <laughs> so <laughs> when, so when you vent, you, you just vent to anybody? I, I don't really vent that much. Okay. Um, but it depends on what they, one, the, the issue is or two, how high pressure this, this, this emotion is. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm human, so there's certain emotions that you can't bottle up and just keep going. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, so it's like if if I'm having, like, a terrible day, I'm just on the bus stop, I might be that weird guy that starts talking to that elderly man or woman. It's mm. like, yo, how you get through life? <laughs> Wait, y'all both on the bus stop. But he's old. <laughs> he made it. <laughs> Low key, that's a win. If you made it to like 70, 80, you won. You know, you got through some of the hardest yeah. parts. And, you know, and you still here, which is, is always a blessing. So, but, you know, again, besides the point. But for me, it's like that if there ever gets to a point, like I'm not saying like I would not talk it out. Um, but my threshold is is a lot higher than I think some people with holding it in. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, on the opposite end, I think certain people are able to comfortably talk about their emotions. Um, where me is, it is a struggle. Like I, I think for me it's more of like, uh, an insecurity thing. If I'm, if, if we going to get deep, might as well. Don't like talking. Even now, I, this, this is uncomfortable. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> it's a I guess. Um, but like, even maybe it's an insecurity thing because I don't like people viewing me as weak. Okay. Or people, you know, or or you know, people thinking like, okay, because that's how I felt one time. Yeah. That's who I am. Um, and it might just be a a, a man ego thing, but but. I'm not going to leave you out there by yourself because even though I don't have those insecurities as you may have, I do believe there is a benefit to suppressing what you feel at times. I do believe every feeling is not meant to be unboxed. I I think there is a time and a place to where you be like, I'm not going to deal with this right now. Let me move that to the side. Well, that means that you're going to box it later on, right? Hopefully. Oh, so you're saying it might never it get Because what happens is, I'm going to use a house ana- analogy since I just sold my house, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get a box, mm-hmm. you put it away, mm-hmm. and then when it's time to sell the house or get rid of the house, you don't know what's in that box. I'm not going to open the box and be like... You're not? <laughs> n- no, because it's, it's, I, mean, I, may, I may open it uh-huh. and realize... Oh, I have no use for this. And then, yeah, and then throw I throw it away. away. Yeah. But but it's it's not like a... When I think of unboxing, it's not a deep thing. Like, because I'm already in the process of throwing things out. 
So with, with me, the way I suppress things, if it's not important at that moment, I immediately suppress it. Mm. Meaning like it has to be a present a trauma, tragic thing for me to deal with it at that moment. You know? But if it's something that's like weighing on me, but it's like it's not life and death and, mm-hmm. and I can deal with it later, I suppress it. Right? And sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I just totally forget about it. I just move on. Mm-hmm. You know? I just don't know if there's a one way uh fit all of expressing how you feel or, or, or gaining this mental toughness or just or just being mentally healthy, mentally awareness. I don't know if it serves everyone. I, now, granted, I think the, the 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 foundational way is talking about it mm. because there is a um, benefit to just community, mm. to being people. Like we're we're humans. We are very relational. You know, yeah. like like we need that. That's why some people are losing their minds during COVID because they're not around nobody. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You got some people. I read an article not too long ago. About people can't wait to go in the office. Now, I know that's not you. <laughs> they can't wait because they just like, now granted, there could be other factors that play into that. Maybe their marriage is not good and they maybe their break is yeah. actually going to work. Maybe. I don't know. The, yeah. the article didn't go into that. It just basically like people are ready to return to work. <laughs> you know? Mm. So community is important. And in order to have community, they have to be relationship and in, in, in any successful relationship, there is some type of communication. Yeah. But I do think there comes a place in time to where we talk too much. Hmm. You asked me how I'm doing. I told you yesterday I'm doing good. I'm doing good today. What do you mean? Like, I think people are searching for that deep. Like, I'm good. <laughs> like, what's good about you? Everything, I guess. You know, and... And me, I'm just a positive person in the sense of if it's not life threatening to me, uh, and if and especially if you can't help me, mm. I just blame I'm good. You good. I'm not even gonna put that burden on you because I just don't want you to know what I'm going through or know my business just for you to know. Who's so who's this uh like let's say a wife. Are you giving the same response? No. Um it varies. I think with the wife, I share more mm. in the sense of... Um, Even if she can't help. But that's... I don't consider a wife as someone who can't help. I think because she's my wife mm-hmm. and she knows me best, she can help probably in ways that I probably don't see. So you're just Com- like hoping. Compared to me just telling you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Compared to me just telling you something. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's my wife, um, I'm going to be vulnerable with her because she's my safe place. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in my house, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm in my familiar, uh, environment, you know, but you have some people who would vent to anybody who would tell their business to anybody. And I'm like, that's just not me. And I don't know how that benefit maybe it benefits you how i was raised mm. i'm like uh you know yeah i think there needs to be some type of balance you know it's like um you can't be too reserved too like to yourself where you're not 
really communicating how you feel yeah. to the people around you, which is something that I'm working on, right? Um, but then you can't also be on the opposite end where you just telling everybody everything. You on Facebook telling everybody about your triple by you know, bypass surgery and But that's but hold on now. With this generation, we communicate more on social media. I'm more moving away from that. People express what they're going through on social media. They see that as like a a, a journal, a journal or, yeah. or, or 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 some type of diary. So, is it fair for you to say you just can't share it on on social media? No. Okay. No, I take that back. But I mean, for me, okay, I I, I don't know what that balance is. It depends on who you are, right? But you can't be too extreme where you're just telling everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because you don't know who is listening and who might take advantage of that. And, and maybe that's just my anxiety. Well, no, that's true. There's people out here who take advantage of, of you. your your weaknesses. Exactly. Right? But then also, like, you being so reserved and so, you know, to yourself, like you said, you mentioned maybe in the last episode, that could pop up in different ways. Yeah. So you suppress all that anger or sadness or whatever. Now you you know you're you're stealing your your kids' lunch snacks. What? Because you're like I didn't have this growing up. <laughs> Yo, they eat the what they eat the fruit snacks. <laughs> you know, yeah, but you don't know. You're just like why I keep stealing this kids' fruit snacks. I mean, that's an extreme example, but I'm just saying where no, things pop them. up, whether it's with your significant other yeah. or. You know, it's it's with your kids or your your mother and father or your your friends. Like you just do weird things, and you might not know why because you've been suppressing it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, so it really it, it goes back in, in nutrition, right? They said there's no diet for every single person. There's not okay. one diet for every single person. You gotta know what works for yourself, what works for your body. Yes, sir. So it's kind of like I think that's the same way of, of you know the same approach that we have to do the same approach that we have to take when we're dealing with emotions. It's like talking it out and maybe talking on social media talking might be good for certain people. Mm-hmm. Certain people might do that, think it's good for them, and it might be terrible for them because they're so dwelling on one people's opinions, two you know uh, uh, on, on their issues. And they need to get out of that cycle. So you just constantly talking about it, whether it's on social media, whether it's, you know, with people that your loved ones and so forth Mm -hmm. might not be that beneficial for you versus somebody who is actually feeling better after they get all that off their chest. I agree. And the opposite, right? It's like certain people, they might, they might do better not talking about it Mm -hmm. versus certain people. They might do terrible. They need somebody to talk about, but they just don't know how. So I think it really depends. You just got, you know, Know yourself and and really do some reflective uh, work to really get that get that that question answered. I agree a hundred percent. You said something. Uh, you said sometimes putting that information out there based off maybe your insecurities. You said mm-hmm. you don't want somebody to take advantage of your weakness. Offer your opinion, and I'm gonna give mine. What is a strong man? Like, when I think of a strong man, I think of my father. 
he never talked about his feelings. Never. You know what I'm saying? But he kept pushing. So when I looked to see or what I tried to model as what is a strong man, take care of his family, even if it means sacrificing uh, his own happiness at times, his own uh, peace at times, his time. My father was working two jobs back to back, Mm. be out in the morning from six o'clock in the morning to 1130 at night to provide for his family, you know. We live in a society now to where we preach, you got to have it all. You know, we must, you know, you can have it all. You can have that happy marriage and you can have that big career and Mm. you can have that mental peace and you can have that mental health and And five, six babies. Like you can just have this dream life and things like that. But based off of what I believe people, based on what I believe people Define a strong man in totality, it wouldn't be my father. Because he don't talk about his feelings. Real strength is vulnerability. I guess. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Wait, so your opinion is that... God, I think we have different opinions. Your what? opinion is that being vulnerable is not strength. It's not, to me. Mm. It, and, and granted, I am vulnerable, and I do believe that... I am strong, mm. but I'm only vulnerable with people who are vulnerable with me. Mm. So I'm not vulnerable with everybody. I can be vulnerable with you. Yeah. I can be vulnerable with our friends, our friend circle. Yeah. Our friend circle have been the same five people for over 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could be vulnerable with my uh, lady. You know what I'm saying? I could be vulnerable with my sister. You get what I'm saying? With my family, with some of them. But if you're not going to show me vulnerability back... I'll never be vulnerable with you because it's based off of, oh, you're going to view me this way. You're not even going to show me. I'm not going to say the respect of being vulnerable back because you don't have to be. But you thinking if it's a if we're friends and, and like we are chin and throughout our whole friendship, I just share everything with you and you never share anything with me. Mm. I would think. How can you don't share nothing with me, bro? <laughs> It, it, like and like, it's not even the whole. Like is that, I, it's a trust thing. Maybe, like I don't trust you with my vulnerability. So because you haven't, you haven't given me something you, to hold. You haven't given me something to, you know yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's kind of like that whole. I, I sure you remember when I was working this one job. Mm-hmm. Whenever uh our whenever I would enter to this uh this complex, yeah. they didn't. Trust everyone who came in who didn't uh, work there or live there. Yeah. So they said, give me your license. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So give me something. So I can tell that you're going to come Exactly. Back. <laughs> so based off of what I view what strength is, vulnerability, I do not put that in the category of strength. Mm. That that may be toxic, but it's my truth. Yeah, I, I'm going I'm to disagree. I think... I think for me, though, being vulnerable, but not being moved by people's opinions and your vulnerability, I think is the is the key. Because you do have people who are vulnerable, but then they get upset when people comment on their vulnerability. Mm. Me, I'm probably the latter. 
I'm gonna be honest. If if I if I start talking about my insecurities or and people start talking about it, I'm gonna be a little because that's why I'm not vulnerable. <laughs> you know, like, unless unless I trust you, right? Yeah. Unless I know, like, okay, and and, and trust in a weird way where it's like you making fun of me, but I know it's at the end of the day there's still love yeah. behind it. It's not like you just it's proven. Yeah, it's not it's not like you just coming for me just to like just to destroy me. Um, whereas like some rando online on Facebook or down the street, and I tell start telling them about my issues. Mm-hmm. Or, what I'm dealing with, what I'm thinking about, I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know. And it's like, I don't know nothing about this guy. And you have the audacity to talk about something that's, you know, might be a little sensitive. Mm-hmm. So, but for me, I think strength comes from you being able to talk about your past or your demons or whatever, you know, your whatever you're dealing with. And you're not being moved by people being able to. I think for me, it's, it's more of regardless of what, what's going on, you're still that person. mm so if you're, you know, people like to throw this word simp, right? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, if you are a simp, meaning like you love women, you adore women, you buy them gifts, and people are saying you're a simp, you're a simp, and you're a simp, and you'd be like, I am. I don't care. I think I think that's, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not allowing whoever to tell you what you're doing is wrong, and you believe it, you continue I think you're a man. You might not be my type of guy, but I respect you because you own what you are. I think that's that's for me the true definition. Cause I think when people start defending or trying to alter who they are, or they start trying to backtrack, which is one thing you do. You 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 never like I I'd be like, oh, you need to do this or you need to do that, or people be like, yo, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You. Just, you're doing it mm-hmm. like you don't really <laughs> or like you might go through something and you'd be like yeah but that's not how i roll yeah so i think in my opinion that's what that's what i believe that strength is like when when people could tell you what what was going on and you stick to what you want to do and you might listen and be like okay that makes sense you might change your opinion yeah based on that but it's not because of pressure it's not because of it's because you thought about it. You thought it was mm-hmm. a good idea, and you changed it. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just is, and this this gonna sound bad, right? Like for example, I don't believe men should be crying. Now listen to me when I say men should cry. I don't think a lot of people should be crying, huh? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Well, put it this: I do agree with you. I don't think adults should be crying after a certain age. Adults in general, you could cry. Like for example, Let me only I only cry when something hurts me, and when I say something hurts me, I I don't mean physically hurt. It, it's not a lot of things that that can hurt me physically that yeah, I cry. Yeah, yeah. Like I only cry when. L- let me tell you the truth. I only cry when I feel powerless. Oh, that's a good one. After any time that I broke, that I remember one time, I called I called my girl Blair. Just in case y'all ain't know that that was my girl in the uh, previous episodes. I called Blair one time, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Because my father had, like, a bad episode, mm. like, early in the morning. And I couldn't do nothing to help him snap out of this episode. Mm. And I called her. I woke her up. And, boy, I well. Mm. I mean, I w- that, that was the first time she ever heard me cry. This was, like, early in our relationship. I welled because I felt helpless. Mm. 
especially as a child helping their father and things like that. So that's the only time. And I'm not even going to say I was crying out of anger. I was really crying because I was powerless. You get what I'm saying? That's the only time that I like cry. I may be moved to like you can have me move to tears, but I don't really consider like I I remember we went to a funeral um a couple years ago from someone that we uh grew up with for like a period of time. And during the service, I got teary died yeah. because I thought about the mother losing her son. Like I, I'm I'm moved with things like that. But things that affect me, like you said, a lot of things we shouldn't be crying, man. Like, not having your way, you shouldn't be crying. You know what I mean? Yeah, you debating somebody or arguing, please stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like it. That's That's the one thing I don't like, when people start crying in a debate. It's like, why you, why you come here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but know. guess what? In society, it's more accepted for the opposite sex to cry. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, even as mental aware as I am, if a man is crying based off of like something that I don't view as a crying offense, I will not view him as strong. Will you view the woman as strong though? If she's crying, I think society has taught. I think women being strong is a new thing that I'm learning. Huh? No, I am. <laughs> Okay. Like I like okay, like gro- women like, are not like growing up. Yeah. I didn't associate women in strength. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. And 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 That's not a hot take, but uh, but no, <laughs> I'm saying I didn't associate women in weakness either. Oh, okay. But I did not associate. Yeah, okay. I see what you're like, saying. Like women in strength. Like strength, the rock of the household. Yeah, like I the like pillar of the household. And That's... the thing about it is, my mother was strong. My mother was yeah. the one who gave me. As much as she was the one who carried out all the discipline, basically whatever she said went. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But remember, my mother died when I was 12, right? So even then, I didn't consider her strong because I still saw my father. And I saw how she submitted to my father. Even though she carried out the laws of the house and things like that. Even though anything that went on in the house, it was her idea input. My father just very laid back. He was just a very laid back person. So your father was strong, but your mother was like, quote unquote, loving, like nurturing. Put it like that. I would. I that's how I view my mother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though she was the, the strong, strong hand yeah. and things like that. Like my father never beat me. You know what I'm saying? But I never viewed her as strong. Yeah. She uh, I viewed my father that way. So like if you were scared, you would go to your father. Yeah. But if you was like, if, you if I was love, crying, if I go to my mother. Yeah. So that's why I'm like this. I'm not trying to bash uh, no, no, the sex. No, I was trolling. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was trolling. But um, but so, now nah, that's a. Um, you said something earlier that I wanted to touch on. Go ahead. Um, no, nah, I forgot. But okay. <laughs> but now nah, I, I, I agree. I think uh, crying was. Uh, I I just I don't know. I think this this a level of controlling your emotions. That, I feel like crying is is one of those things where you lose control to a certain degree. Okay, like like if you can't can keep your composure, I don't know. There's just something weird about that. I know that goes against what everybody else is talking about. Man should be crying this that, and third. Men should not be crying. But go ahead though. But I, you know, I'll go one step further. I don't think I'll go where you going. <laughs> 
I don't think adults should be crying like that. That's just my opinion. I think you're going to be crying. Let it be about something serious, you know? Like, I don't think you just should be crying just to be crying. But there is something to be said about the man that doesn't cry, but he 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 can't get up for work because he's so depressed. Mm. Versus the woman who got, like, she's a single mother, three kids, working two, three jobs. She cries, she every, cries night, every night. But she up every day. She, but moving. she keeps moving, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, maybe you're right. Maybe it's toxic to take to look at crying as weakness, right? Because at the end of the day, if you get what you need to get done, why does it matter how you do it? Mm, depends. Does it? I think so. The outcome is the same. Mm, let me let me think on that. But keep going. I, I think it does matter depending on. I think it. I think it matters, especially for men. I think it matters for men, probably more. Okay, than, I see what you're saying. Because it could be like you know, <laughs> if we talk about like a, a, a army, and you see the general crying before they go to the war. Even though he might still have a great plan, I'm like I'm not seeing my family. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> even though he might be fighting, he might be fighting, and even though, but if they if they still win, and then maybe I'll go back to maybe I'm going I'm flip flopping now. <laughs> but if they still win the war, hey man, that man could cry all he wants. Was he the main contributor to his winning? Was he catching yeah, bodies? That's, okay, that's the, that's the that's the that's the if he if he out here and he was like, okay, y'all, you guys flank for the left, all right, y'all take it from the right, and it works. Hey man, I ain't gonna hold you. That's a good example, but I think that's unrealistic. <laughs> it's unrealistic. You got me strong. Um, <laughs> you can't be crying. Man. Ain't nobody gonna fight with a crying commander. But I do want to touch on this though. Help me. I do think there is a fetish with men's emotions Ooh. where people, where a lot, of, I want to say women and maybe even society, they they say, oh, I want to see it. I want to see it. my man cry. I never see my man cry. Or it's like, why is my man not emotional? You got to be emotional with me. But if your man is crying in public, you looking different. You, you look at that man different. You wouldn't even talk to him. If off, you saw him off crying. the first encounter, <laughs> if he was crying, so it's like, or or if he does it too often, if you they only want to see one tear come down the left cheek. That's that's all they want to see. The, the glory tear is to see. Oh, my man is vulnerable with me. Only I get to see this. Mm. So I, I, I'm always cautious, especially when people was like share your share your because it's like, do you really want to see? I like how you worded that. A fetish with men's emotions. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I stole it from somebody. But oh, come on, yeah. man, plagiarizing. But it was nice. <laughs> it is nice, though. Um, but no, nah, I think I think a lot of that is going on where a lot of people. I won't even put this on women. I would just say society in general. It's like, oh man, it's okay for a man to cry, and I think it's it's cool when a son and father share that experience. But, but, but here's here's the thing. There's a lot of people teaching us how to be vulnerable, but I think there needs to be some teaching or maybe some teaching that I haven't come across of how to be strong. I don't think mm. that I can be 
strong the same way as I'm vulnerable. But isn't people saying the same thing? Like vulnerability is strength? No, it's not. It's vulnerability. That's what it is. If I'm in this if I'm in this army where this general is crying, right? And I have on an armor plate mm-hmm. and I take it off, I'm vulnerable <laughs> to <laughs> every <ain't> attack. <laughs> I'm not strong compared That's a, compared to the person next to me who still got his armor on. So vulnerability is not strength. You get what I'm saying? Vulnerability is vulnerability. Mm. Now I'm not gonna go to the extreme and say it's weakness. But it's not weakness. But it is what it is. Cause you you know, you got uh Achilles. I don't know if Achilles didn't fight with armor, but but you got certain people that they like the armor that don't allow me to move the way I need to move. Listen here, if you go and by they your go hard, you know? If you go by your David character, he's like that. <laughs> <laughs> but not everybody can do that. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things like, yeah, if you if you built like that, where you could be as vulnerable as you want and things bounce off you, mm-hmm. hey, do that. But you're right. Certain people need that shield. Certain people need that body armor. Certain people need that breasted plate. Like exactly. you can't you got you gotta protect yourself because like So how do we build strength? There's not enough people giving people the step by step, especially with men. Of how to be mentally strong, and and all that they they shown us how to be mentally open, and that and there's a time and place for Have that. Have they though? Cause I don't even know if this is working. I, I think it's more of a one size fit all. Like they, okay. be, it, it, I think nobody really knows except for the professionals. No, I don't even know they know. It depends. I don't think nobody knows, but everybody know what the common answer is. So, which is therapy. Okay, which is talk about it like for example if you was to say um chris how do you be vulnerable or how do i be strong it's easy for me just to throw out talk about it go to therapy Mm. without me actually giving you something to latch on but is it is it our place then what do you mean like is it regular people's place to say hey this is how you become i mean it it, you should get the regular people telling us how like to be open and stuff, why not? That's true. I mean, like, why not? Like, 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 if you had, if you had a son, a Chin Junior, mm-hmm. right? Don't name him Chin Junior, right? Mm-hmm. It's your job to teach your son strength. Now, what will you teach him? Will you teach him to be exactly like you? Mm. Like, like, what is your model that you're gonna follow to teach him or her to be strong? You know? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough question. I think is a... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think... Mm, yeah. Because, like, with me... I don't know. I'm going straight toxic. Really? <laughs> don't talk about your feelings. Like, it, 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 it's like... But those kids be the worst. Do they? Yeah. I ain't that bad. But you talked about your feelings. I Eventually... Like, like, and 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 when I say don't talk, because it's easier, because when you're young, you don't have the discernment. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of who to talk to. Yeah. So you just basically just you just be extreme. Don't talk about nothing. You get what I'm saying? Don't talk about you. So, I think like once that child or that person becomes old, older and gains some discernment, then you could be like you don't share that with acquaintances. You don't share that with coworkers. You share that with people you love, people that are close to you. But if, um, for example, 
when a father is talking to a son or when a son goes to the father with some type of um, emotion or things like that, let's say something happened to him that was unjust to him. The father may snap it like, stop that whining. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, like that's not a toxic. Re- I mean, that's that's a toxic response. Yeah. But. But isn't he supposed to come to you? He's supposed. Listen, logically, he's supposed to come to me with every thing that he feels is not right. But let's yeah. say if he have his little sister, you know, like, you know, brother and sisters be playing with each other and mm-hmm. he. And he coming in all, all the time. Whenever he feels like something is not done right to him, mm. he's coming to you and say, Dad, so-and-so did this to me. Yeah. So-and-so did this to me. So-and-so did this to me. Mm-hmm. i seen fathers that be like, listen here. Stop that whining. Life ain't fair. He's six. But life ain't fair. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Is that toxic? Yes. <laughs> is that building strength? Yes. Is it? I think so. Cause nobody, uh, nobody you gotta be careful. Cause then now this kid thinks, okay, life ain't fair. Now nah, I'm not gonna be fair. <laughs> I'm serious. The, the now old, you going to school, take everybody's toys. You got this villain origin story <laughs> already. <laughs> it's like it, tell the little six year olds, hey, life ain't fair. I get it, but Chen, you gotta give me an answer on how to build mental toughness. Or, or, well, or, 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 or I'm going to train my kids to well, be... Well, you have to do it in a controlled environment, right? So it's like... Like, for my, for me, my anytime a kid... One of my kids want to start something, mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm going to do, you have to commit a year. Off top. Off top. Now, you have to commit a year at least two, three times a week. Every Every week. So for you, a year. So you, so before you say I'm, I want to quit. Okay. So you could say, ah, oh, I did this for three weeks. I want to quit. It's like, no, you gotta do this for a year. And then after a year, you could quit because you know I believe in quitting, but I also believe in giving some time to it. One that makes the kid okay more, and, and this is just one example, but one it makes the kid more aware of okay, what's the time commitment mm-hmm. am I willing to give this new activity? If I ask my father to buy me a guitar, mm-hmm. or if I ask my father to put me in football or whatever, I mean, they're not playing football, but if they, have, you know, basketball, like what's like I'm gonna have to dedicate a, a, a year, every and three times a week for a year. Like that's that's. Do I really want that back? Mm-hmm. If I do, well now they know. Like the time, it's not just like oh this is a cool idea. It's like okay, do I want to do this for a year? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna do it for a year. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two, it also teaches them. How to stick up because one of my weak points is sticking to something for long term. Like, I'm very quick to move to the next, mm-hmm. but if I could teach my kids discipline and saying, Hey, this is what you're going to do for a year, what you do, and then also it teaches them, Well, you also have your own, you know, your own life. Like, I'm not there to, to guide you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm only going to guide you for a short amount of time. It's up to you to continue doing it for mm-hmm. the rest of that. Um, so that's that's just one example but i think there's a bunch i'm about to say i'm very interested in your um from your perspective from this and and maybe uh you can help me when you was teaching mm. right and you was dealing with uh, a bunch of kids a bunch of kids from different aspects of baltimore you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. what is one um you should give a uh uh a perspective from both sexes, from men and from boys and girls. 
I don't know how to word the question. I'm not trying to get you to give me a perspective of how you think they were being raised. But as a teacher, what did you notice on the upcoming generation when it comes to mental toughness and the boys and the girls growing up? Compared to what growing up, like me growing up, as in compare you growing up to okay. how you was uh, surrounded in that environment, compared to how now you're an adult and you see kids and you're the teacher and you're like, is it the same? Is kids just yeah for the most part okay? I think so, but yeah, I think that um, I don't know because I also grew up in because. Lem, a I, different school system. I, I should give you a, an example. Growing up, there was Bloods and Crips for for me growing up in, in middle school and high school. Oh, man. You get what I'm saying? So, we knew who, or even middle school, drug dealers selling drugs. In middle school? Yes. Like, in middle school was the first time I was introduced to, like, sex, drugs, teenage pregnancy in some, in some fashion. Um... Like probably like eighth grade, seventh grade ish. But now it seems like the gangsters, and this is just my perspective. Back in the day the gangsters sold the drugs. Right? Now drugs is such a normal thing, it seems like. It's kinda hard to identify who the gangsters are. I knew who the gangster was when I was going to school. Mm. They had flags. You get what I'm saying? Now I I don't know how it is in the school system today. And I'm like, maybe you notice something different today that you see now that you didn't see back when we was growing up. Yeah, I don't think the my sixth graders or seventh graders really did a lot of that stuff. I mean, maybe sex was involved. Um, but outside of that, I don't think they really got into drugs or gang violence like that. Mm. Um, but maybe the eighth graders, um, especially towards the end, probably dabbling in a lot of that stuff. Mm. But that's because um, there was like sixteen year olds and fifteen year olds in eighth grade. So yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. I think that's the first time I noticed someone got left back was in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so you you know you got a lot of different ages up there, but yeah, I really a lot of them were pretty innocent. You know, they they talked about Fortnite, a rap. I mean, they they sang a lot of songs that they shouldn't be singing, but but I want to say like. As far as mental toughness, I don't know if there was a if there's a difference. I think also, you know, my I was very sheltered as a kid, so there was wasn't a lot of things that like I had to deal with that a lot of kids mm. that I, I saw possibly dealt with. I know you you did say as a teacher, you said kids are tough. Yeah, because right? you have people who. You don't like you. You never know what's going on at home, but you could kind of have an idea. Mm. And I feel like if that's happening on the regular, and they could come to school, laugh, joke. Like I remember, remember having this one conversation with this young lady, and she was like, I think she was in seventh grade, but I was like, she, you know, she she just yelled for because somebody grabbed some of her stuff, and you know, jokingly trolling. I was like, why are you so angry? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> okay. She was like, Mr. Chen, I'm always angry. I was like, what? Why are you always angry? She was like, Mr. Chen, I deal with a lot. And I I was kind of like, I, I, I thought she was trying to be grown. But the way she did and then walked off and shook her head and ran after the kid. It's like, you don't know 
Like, I didn't know if that was serious or if that was just, like, mm. her pretending. But you never know. And it seems like, but you could, you would never really, and that's the question, that's the thing. Like, you really don't really know what's going on at home or, you know, with other people. You don't know what's going on. She get physically abused, sexually abused. Mm. Is there a problem, you know, her parents, and maybe something as, as simple as a divorce happening. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But kids are able to keep operating. And maybe that's just due. They don't have responsibilities and you know, for the most part, life is still very simple. So maybe that's also mm. at play. But I, I feel like you put certain adults in the same position as kids. They they won't they won't last as long. Yeah, I think based on what you said, based on you said, like you didn't go through a lot or that you were sheltered for for like majority of your childhood. Yeah. So. Mental toughness can be environmental, maybe like based on like where you are, how you grew up, where you grew up. I have a question about this. Okay, people that went to prison and came out, do you think they're mentally tough? Yeah. Even though, and so that's that's the question, right? It's like, what is mentally tough? Because there was somebody who said they went to prison, came out, and they they would stay in the house. And look outside because they felt like if they go outside, something was going to happen. Mm. Like they would stay, they would literally inside the house, and they would they get this anxiety happening every time they walk out of the house because he's just like, so something's wrong. So the house turned into a prison. Basically. Well, I mean, they they eventually conquered it, but mm-hmm. it, it goes. It, it says something about you know. It plays a role, or you know, even war, right? You look at people that go to war and come out, and we're like, "Oh, that man must be irons." But ain't he like loud bang for a lot of veterans? It could be a trigger, and they 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 start getting the table shivering. I don't think it's that serious, but for a lot of people, it is. So it's like, what is mental toughness? Being able to go through something and come out, even though that means that. A part of you might be lost in the process. Mm. I don't know. Once you put it that way, I, based on your prison analogy, I just believe like prison is really hard to to live through, yeah. to go through. Um, that you have to have this, and based on how the music depicts prison, um, you have to be a level of tough. To survive as a guy, you know, they were just saying, I don't know how true it is. They said, when you go to prison, your first day, just start a fight with like the first person you see. Yeah. To um, show that you're not going to be ran over and, yeah. and things like that. So I think things like that, I, I think when it comes to mental toughness, I think survival may have to play a part into it. Mm. Like doing what you can to survive. Um, especially when you come to prison, because you really got to take that day by day, especially if you get sentenced like to like 20 years, you know, but everybody don't come from prison. You know, I, I grew up in Jersey City, New Jersey. Well, I, I was born in Jersey City, New Jersey. I was raised here in Baltimore off off the Alameda. There had to be a certain um, discernment and a certain um, toughness. Cause I walked, I walked everywhere. 
I walked to school. I walked home. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No, no. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so to be walk, and this is before the house I was in. This is like when I was in the apartments. Mm. So to walk, that means that I can run into anybody. Yeah, there's not a filter of who I can run to compared to someone who's getting a ride to school and a ride mm. back. You know, so there has to be a mental toughness to to um to to do that. But I don't think I was intentional. I think it's just. My environment was doing it for me without me knowing. But someone who was sheltered, who didn't grow up where I grew up, can they achieve that same mental toughness? Is it still mentally tough or 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 do they have to go about it a different way? You know what I mean? Like, like for example, like I look at how me and my lady, we come from two different spectrums of the world. Mm. I, I come from the spectrum of... The world is not fair. You get what I'm saying? Mm. She comes from the spectrum of she's a little bit more idealistic of the world. And I'm like, I've seen some things. You you don't want to be caught out here. You get what I'm saying? And she tells me all the time, she said, I can't live like that. I, I can't live like you in the sense of being so pessimistic towards the world. Because it will affect her mood. Mm. You get what I'm saying? But if she wasn't my girl, you know what I mean? I would say that's not mentally strong. You get what I'm saying? Like, I live in the same world you live in. I got to go and operate in the same world you live in. Granted, different parts of the city. But someone who's not nice to you. Or someone who may beat you up, or some, or, or just like those things, that gonna like damper, like how you view the world. I got jumped before, you get what I'm saying. I got beat up before, and I still choose to view the world, um, in a positive but yet realistic way. Is that positive? I don't know. If that's positive. If you think the world's unfair, I think the world is mostly unfair, and maybe it's not positive. Yeah. Maybe that's not positive thinking. But the only reason why I associate that with positive thinking is because um, I still have hope. And, and hope, in. hope in that I will make it in this unfair world. Okay. So that's why I'm like, I can be like, yeah, it's unfair, but. I'm a win. I'm a win. So maybe it's not positive thinking, but the way I go about it is positive, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I'm, maybe nah. I'm just toxic. I don't know you toxic. I don't, I don't know you toxic, but I, 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 yeah, I mean, I think I think both could could exist. I would say, and I'm not trying to be you know dip, diplomatic in any way, but I think if I think it goes back to the outcome. I think if you both can achieve the same thing, mm-hmm. if she got to trick herself into it. You know, if, if somebody got tricked themselves into believing something mm-hmm. to survive or to make it, yeah, I think. It, but it goes back like you have to survive, you have to, you have to achieve, you have to win. I mean, all those three things are different, right? Mm-hmm. Achieving doesn't necessarily mean win, because you could achieve the bronze medal, but it doesn't mean you won the comp. You know, the whole. Mm-hmm. 
And surviving just means you just made it to the finish line, right? And that's an achievement in itself. <laughs> yeah, that's an achievement in itself. So all all three of those things don't mean the same thing. But if 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 you could, if if y'all both are trying to survive, mm-hmm. and you're looking at the world the way it is, and somebody else is looking at the world a completely different way, but y'all both made it to the finish line. I mean, can I? I don't know if I could say one person is more mentally tough than the other because both of y'all mentals did what it needed to do. It got us to the finish line. To get y'all to that place. And that's 100% right. Um, I just think, you know. But, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think your environment definitely shapes who you are. Um, if you don't have that environment, yeah, I, I guess you do have to do certain things. Or maybe th- certain things that you want to accomplish going to teach you. How to how to formulate that that mental toughness? Yeah. Anything else, man? Yeah, man. I haven't said it in a while. Uh oh. Go to therapy. Go to therapy, man. I know. I know that goes against everything that we was just talking about about to- being vulnerable. Just totally, just. But um. <laughs> but yeah, man. I think the professionals probably know better than we do, uh, and they probably can help you out more than we can. Just make sure you go to the right therapist. And I think that's a lot harder than going to therapy. <laughs> Finding the right therapist. Man, I've been looking, man. I don't know, man. I don't know how y'all just be finding therapists just to go to. I've been looking. All these therapists look good. Yeah. And the ones that look really good, they don't take my insurance. So. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's it. Yeah, man. No. Life is good. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mark Our Words podcast. Don't forget to subscribe as well as share the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Our Words podcast, as well as subscribe to our newsletter that will be released every Tuesday with the upcoming episode. Blessings.